Verse 1 of Acts 3, you know these if you've been in the church, around the church. Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer. It was the ninth hour. A one out of verse 2, and a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple. He was there trying to ask alms. Luke 19, verse 1 through 5. Jesus entered and passed through Jericho. Behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus. He was, I'm not going to go into all these things. Chief among the publicans, he was rich. Verse 3, he sought to see Jesus, who he was, and could not for the press because he was little of stature. And he ran before and climbed up into a tree because he wanted to see him as Jesus was going to pass by. Verse 5, when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and he saw him. And he said unto him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down for today. Would you just say that today? I must abide at thy house. I want to talk from this, and I feel very much that this is what God wants. I want to talk about what makes today different. Now, I feel that I must preface what I'm about to say this morning by declaring just so you know, I wholeheartedly believe that the Lord will heal completely. I believe with everything within me that he will, he's able to deliver. I believe everything that we're doing, reaching in CR and all of this, that there's lives that have struggled and in need. And I believe that there is help in anything, hear me, anything that you may need this morning. Catch it. There isn't one thing going on in your life that is different than, whoa, God can't do this. No, no, no. I believe he can. I believe that he will. This word has been given to us so that we might have some understanding about how God works. Not complete understanding. There's things we can't understand. 
But I am going to tell you this. If you stay in the Word, that's your opportunity to find God. So stay with it. Even the Apostle Paul, I want to say this, prayed and he said, I had a thorn in my flesh. Now, I don't, there's a great lesson in that. He said, I prayed for deliverance three times and it wasn't taken away. I was not delivered. But that's the same apostle that witnessed prison doors being opened in Acts 16. The same apostle that prays for a man later on who's crippled, never walked, but he gets up and walks. It's the same apostle that in the midst of a hurricane, an angel came down and spoke and said, fear not, it's going to be all right. But he was not delivered from his situation. Now there's a reason. It's, it's going, I'm just going to talk to us today. There's a reason that the first thing we read in the book of Acts after we are told about the upper room experience, the birth of the church, the first thing we really read and have any understanding is this third chapter. When it says they went to the temple, okay, they went to pray, good. That's not what it's about. And there was a man lame from birth. A man, not a child, someone that had spent years from childhood, teens, adult, whom they laid, friends carried him, Daily. You know, I got to looking at that. Daily. Greg, this man was a fixture of the temple. See the beautiful entrance. See all the beauty of the temple. Oh, wait a minute. Excuse me. That man's always there. We've got to walk around. He's all, they laid daily. And later on, in verse 9, verse 10, when the people saw him walking, they, it says, they knew it was the man which sat at the gate. He'd been there till everyone understood this man was lame. He was always there. I want you to think about something that has worked me over. I thought about Peter and John, okay, they're going to the temple now. Peter and John and the rest of the disciples, along with Jesus, had passed by this man for the past three and a half years, and nothing was ever said, get up and walk. This man had been in the presence of God, but at no time had Jesus said, why don't you get, there's sometimes we have to understand, there's a day that will be today, and the reason that today may be different is that today is the moment he wants to do what he can do. 
I can't answer why Jesus never stops to heal this man. David, it kind of gives me a, when I read, all it takes is if you're sick and you get around Jesus, I'm getting out of this thing. Uh-uh. He walked by him. There's some things that we will never be able to understand out of the word. As to the why, the how come. And I'm just going to say this the way that I feel it. There will be times when I pray over whatever it may be. You just fill that in. That he could have healed me. Could have kept me. Could have delivered me. He could have. We've seen it. We've seen it in this church. He could have answered immediately. But there are times I don't understand why it might not have happened the way I thought it should have or could have or would have happened. But what I've come to realize deeper than I've ever understood it, my God operates in His day. My God operates when He says, today is the day. Today is the moment. And I'm telling you, His day will come. I know we have asked, Seek, and he's going to answer. It will happen. That ask or asketh means you keep asking. You keep, don't get tired of asking him. Don't get tired of saying, hear me, if you have children that are not living for God, don't you stop praying for them. And don't you think it's not going to happen. I'm saying keep praying. Why is today different? Here's a man. You've passed me before. You've been here. Not only you, you were here with the master. But nothing happened. But today, in the name of Jesus Christ, the one who passed by you, In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And today he was healed. Jesus enters into Jericho. I read it a moment ago. and, And this always blows my mind. He enters and he passed through Jericho. He went in, walked through, walked out, and on his way out. Nothing happens in Jericho. Nothing. There's a crowd following him. They all walk through Jericho. Nothing takes place in Jericho. He entered and he left. And then it says, and there was a man named Zacchaeus. He sought to see Jesus. It just says who he was. Why? Because he had heard about him. 
He'd have heard about his works. Why didn't somebody else in Jericho? I don't know. But I do know one thing. There was a man named Zacchaeus. There may be a man named Joe or a lady named Mary or some other needs in the town. Nothing happened. But there was a man who said inside of him, I want to see him. I want to understand him. I want to find something out about him. It doesn't always wait on him. A lot of it waits on me. I can sit in here and everything, the presence of God, the feeling of God, it's all beautiful. But if I don't want anything, I've got great news. I'm not going to receive anything. If I don't desire God, God's not going to trouble me or burden me or bother me. But if I have a desire to know more about, oh, I know God. I didn't say, do you know God? Do you want to know more about God? Do you want to feel something deeper in God? Do you have a need that needs to be met? Do you have a situation? God, I need help. The best thing I can tell you is seek to find him and he will help you. But he couldn't. I want to see him. But he couldn't. You ever felt that way? I'd like to, but I can't. Why? Why? Well, there was a crowd around him, and he was a man of small stature. So he couldn't see. I, could, I just want to see him. I just want, you know what? There's always a reason, always an excuse to stop us. There's always going to be something that is going to say, you shouldn't, you can't. It's not, oh no, oh no, oh no. If you want to see him, you can see him. If you want to find him, I'm telling you this morning, you can find him. What do you do? I don't know, maybe climb a tree. Where in the world does that come from? How do we figure that out? I don't know. I'm needing to find God. I'm needing to find help. Climb a tree. What do you do? I don't know what to tell you to do. I'm telling you, if you're hungry for God, don't let anything keep you from God. And when Jesus came to the tree, Zacchaeus didn't cry out, Jesus. When Jesus came to the tree, what happens? Jesus looks up. He did. The crowd's all around him. And doesn't tell us somebody said, hey, Jesus, there's some guy that climbed a tree. He wants to see you. Don't you think God knows? Oh, I'm going to just cover everything up and nobody, nobody's at the wiser. I got news for you. We don't count. He counts. He's the one. Jesus walks by and he looks up and he says, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down. He said, for today, I must abide at your house. 
Wait a minute. He's been to Jericho other times, but today he has to come to his house. Wait a minute. He's passed through that city, and there's been other opportunities, but other days were not today. Today something happens, and today Jesus called him by name. Jesus called him by name. Don't you think he knows what's going on? Don't you think he knows what's in your mind, in your heart, in your thoughts, in your feeling? Don't you understand that you walked in here today, you can have whatever face on you want, but God's looking into the heart and God is saying, I know. I'm aware. I'm aware. He calls him. He says, make haste. Hurry. He didn't say, I'm coming to you. You come down. This is the only person. But Eric has always got me. The only person Jesus reaches in the entire trip to Jericho. That tells me a lot of things, but one thing, it tells me, here go on a journey for one person. It tells me, here orchestrate an entire service with no one even knowing the reason, but he says, I want to reach that one person. It tells me that here do whatever he has to. It doesn't have to be the multitude. Well, let's all make this so nice for everybody. Oh no, there's a Zacchaeus here. There's a layman at the gate here. There's somebody that's in need. And God said, I'm going to come. Jesus intentionally went this way. Brother Cummins, it's obvious he went because of this man. Because of this man. And all the time while this was going on, where was Jesus going? He went through Jericho, but he was walking. He's within days of the cross. Make haste. What do you mean? You don't understand, but if you don't come down today, tomorrow's not going to be here. I got to touch you today because I'm on my way to the cross. I must abide at your house. And I couldn't help but question as I read that over and over and over. Is he saying that same statement in this service this morning? Hurry. I must hurry. I must abide at your house today. Is he saying, hurry on this Sunday in August? I've come to tell you, I am here to help you. I am here to give you what you need. I must. I'm going to ask you, did Jesus go to a certain place because of a certain person? who may have a certain need just to do a certain thing. I don't know. Ask the man in the synagogue with the withered hand and he will tell you Jesus came to heal him. Ask the blind man in John chapter 9 
as Jesus passed by, he saw a man which was blind from birth. And he knew that the man's condition was there. He knew and he went to deliver him. We got to understand, and I feel strongly in this service, we got to understand Jesus is deliberate. When he shows up, he doesn't show up to show out. When he shows up, he shows up because he heard somebody. He saw somebody. He knew something. And I believe that that's where he is. He went, went out of his way and walked down a road. So a woman that we've preached about, all everybody has, just so a woman could reach down and touch the hem of his garment. He passed by. He didn't say, there's a woman here. Come on, woman, you can touch. He passed by and gave the opportunity. I don't know what it'll take this morning for you, but I am telling you, he's walking by to give you a chance to give you that opportunity because he cares about you. Probably one of the most tender things that you read in the Word. We don't talk about it. But he went to a city. I don't even know where it is. A city called Nain. And as he entered the city, there was a funeral procession of a woman who was a widow. And her only son had just died. They buried him that day. So he died that day. And the procession was going by. And Jesus went to the city of Nain to touch a dead boy because he cared about a living mother. And he said, let's change this whole picture. I want you to rise up. I want you to go to your mother. What I want you to understand, he wants to change you. Today may feel like it's just any other day. It's just Sunday. But you got to know. Somehow you've got to know. He saw a need. It's not about, well, if you were a man of God, you'd be able to call it out. It has nothing to do with his, this. It's everything to do with him. You've got to know he saw a need. And he has approached this place. Today, while well, he's been here other times, he's never been here the way that he is here right now. Because the need that is here right now, he's approached this place for you. Think about it. Each day that you're told about it, and, I, and there's... Dozens of examples I could have used. But every day that you're told about had a hindrance. The man with the withered hand, how does it open up? And they watched him to see if he would heal on the Sabbath day that they could accuse him of doing something wrong. In the synagogue, they watched why didn't somebody say, he's healed, why don't he heal this man? They were looking, would he do? The man had to stand and stretch forth his withered hand 
over the opposition. The woman that touched the hem had a crowd as well as the law. Lazarus in a tomb had all sorts of situations. One of the situations was his own family, his sisters that were there were hindering. The paralyzed man that was ultimately healed had a crowd that he couldn't get through. What I'm here to tell you, and I'm ending it, what I'm here to tell you is what I feel God has instructed me. Someone in this service today, I'm not pointing fingers, I'm not naming names, but someone in this service today ought to declare today, well, I know God can, today will be my day. Today, I'm through worrying about it. Today, my sickness is going to be taken care of. Today, my whole life is going to turn around. Today, I lose fear of what if or what could. I claim today as my day. It changes. You're the one. Make case come down. Today, I must abide in your house. Let's stand together, would you please? I don't know. I have... I don't know. I'm going to ask. It's the only way I know to do this right now, the way I feel too. Is there anyone in this building that there's anything that's going on in your world and you're ready for today to be that day? What makes today different? Well, he could have he done something months ago, but thank God for today. Why didn't you heal me three years ago? And here you passed me by the gate, but I healed you today. I'm going to invite you, if there's anything, just come and stand up here right now. We're not going to belabor this, but if there's something you're dealing with and you're ready for a deliverance and an answer, I want you to just come. We're going to believe God. Somebody just come and say, today it's done. Today it's taken care of. Today it changes. Today, today, today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Believe it. Hallelujah. Oh, God. Jesus. Please reach to us.